Hi guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain that. It's free. They're a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. Download the free Anchor app to go to or go to Anchor FM to get started. Have fun. Who's that about like? Who's that about like? Okay, so welcome back. After a very, very turbulent uh, episode with uh, the LGBTQ movement, we're, we're back by a miracle. We're still alive. We weren't lynched. And this time, since we made it alive last time, welcome back, Costa. Okay, so... What's up? What's up? So, last time we made it alive through... Uh, the topic, the topic of uh, LGBTQ. Yeah. Uh, we're going to extend on that eventually, but we thought, you know, what can we do to raise the bar and make it a little bit more um, interesting? So Costa had the brilliant idea to say, why not, uh, why not talk about religion? Just so like, you know, if we're going to go to hell, <laughs> we might as well <laughs> just take everybody with us. <laughs> No prisoners. Let's start off with you, Costa. Yeah. I'll express my opinions later. <laughs> and I know for a fact that you can be considered a, a specialist. You had a very close approach with religion, the saints in general, at a very early age, through through you know your father, correct? <laughs> he, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he used to teach you. <laughs> From the moment that you could actually understand words and everything, he, yeah. he, he would teach you on a daily basis. In Greek, especially. In, in Greek, yes. Yeah. On more more times during the day, very often during the day. He would he would remind you of who the saints are and, and what, what they do and <laughs> what effect they have on your life, his life, yeah. and in general. Is that correct? That's actually correct in clear. <laughs> He used to like um, express himself, mm -hmm. teaching me the words, especially. What would be the typical expression that mm. that dad would say to, to, to give you one of these mm. sessions, one of these lessons? <laughs> no, no, but like, because like that, uh, you know, the people can't understand. Obviously, it's also a different language. Yeah. Put some more emphasis, like trying to imitate mm. how he would do it. Well, so in, like that. In English, translated yeah. in English. Yeah. No, 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 put it in Greek directly to give it, and then you would translate it into okay, English. Yeah. But let's say, for example, something that could set this this lesson, what would be an instigation for it. You didn't comb your hair. What would he say? He would, he would look at you and he would say, like, I don't know. He would look at me and he would, like... Uh, say that I'm you and you're that. Yeah. Uh, like that, look at my hair, do you like it? Take <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that was like one of them. But you're not really shouting. No. He well, never shouted? He, he, no, he was always shouting. Ah, he was shouting. Yeah, okay. Constantly. It's like, so, I can't shout let's put another like... example of like, maybe he asked you to um, um, pick up your toys and you didn't do it after like 10 times that he asked exactly. you. Exactly. He will say probably, Costa, shouting at me. Yeah. De super. So that would be Costa, didn't I tell you to pick up your toys? That is relevant to it's one of the saints. Yeah, no, the, yeah. Yeah. The, the <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you could say it's blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could probably say it's blasphemy. Yeah. Especially like on a daily basis, like every day, you would say it. Mm -hmm. uh, How about when you were little and you were playing football? Ah. And he was on the side of the pitch. Yeah. Didn't he well, give you words uh, to encourage you? Yes. Again with the saints. Yeah. yeah. He would encourage you all the time, yeah? Yeah. The, the, the first thing was, okay, the, my nickname, Malakismeno. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was like always. And my teammates, Malakismeno, okay. they started like shouting in English, Malakismeno, Malakismeno. <laughs> okay. 
and um, then came the, the Bible. Every single one of us, mm-hmm. of our team, would understand <laughs> what to do then. <laughs> so like, he had to invoke, he had to invoke saints. Saints. Or you could say, in a way, yeah, that this could be whole, like, yeah, Christian could, uh, community. But you could say, like, in a way, this can be considered like a prayer, right? Because he was like praying for you guys to do better. Mm, I don't think so. He wasn't praying. He was like... Was it a boost in self-confidence or...? Well, no, it wasn't. It was like a little bit scary. Okay. And just thinking about when I, the game stopped, mm-hmm. we would like have to like go close to him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was scary. <laughs> okay. He would feed us, you know, oranges and all that shit. And, uh, mm. and then like give us a small slap behind the head and like say, yeah, you can do better. Mm-hmm. But explaining, of course, inputting his uh, great knowledge and... Uh, but you would feel the emphasis of, of what he tried to say. Yeah. He always used to like, you know, cite the church, always in the middle. <laughs> church, uh, the Holy Mary, you know, um, the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the water the, the, holy, the water. holy water it's called fucking holy water <laughs> it's not holy called way. fucking holy water <laughs> it's cold okay you got some you know blood in you from that <laughs> okay so right now coming to present day what would you consider yourself would you consider yourself a religious person um an atheist probably an agnostic i don't know uh, I don't believe in the church. Um, I think in, back in the days, like yeah, back in the day, back in the days, it means like before Christ and no okay. after Christ and everything. Okay. Um, the church was like uh, feeding off the poor, uh, uh, making them work, uh, not giving them knowledge of reading and writing. Wait, 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 uh, wait a minute. That's it was about, like, what do you mean making them work? Well, they used to uh, uh, make them like believe that God, if you don't do this, uh, God would like punish you and you will be, you know, you'll go to hell, you'll go to, uh, <laughs> and you'll be punished for eternity. Uh, so, well, I, I still don't understand that. Well, <laughs> this was not now, of course, but like. Back in the day. Back yeah. in the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but you need to like elaborate a little bit. Well, you said that they made them work. What do you mean by they made them work? They enslaved uh, a lot of people. Opa, what do you mean enslaved? Making them think that they were like, <laughs> making them think that they basically wanted to uh, to go to heaven. They had to do this, so they were like working for free, um, basically. And you realize in the previous video, it was just a small. The, uh, they uh, were like. Uh, mm, uh, mm, uh. <laughs> Somehow yeah. we need to cut this. Yeah, and we I can like laugh like, around it, you know. <laughs> Which I need to stop, but we will, we'll, we'll edit this out. Yeah. The real thing was like, because they were ignorant, they didn't know how to read, they didn't know how to write. Ah, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. The church took advantage of that. Took advantage of the ignorance. This is, this is a common thing, though, amongst all religions, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, taking advantage of ignorance. Oh. In uh, of the of the masses, yeah, right? the masses, yeah. Okay, the poor people. Now let's go back to a little bit, back to New Zealand, where I believe that you know it was very very formative. There were very formative years in New Zealand for us, from a cultural perspective, from the Maori, from from which was a beautiful culture, and, and still I think it's is a beautiful and amazing culture, and uh, something that you know everybody should at least once in a lifetime travel to. While we were there, though, I think for a couple of years, um, maybe more, maybe less, I'm not very sure, we went to uh, Greek school, right? Well, yeah, we went, when we went to Karori, there was like a Greek school in the afternoon after the normal school, the English school. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was going to St. Catherine's uh, School, Christian uh, school, mm-hmm. uh, run by nuns and... Uh, strict teachers and everything. So that's a, yeah, you were going to that. Yeah, you were going, I, to, was going, uh, you were going to normal. I was going to a normal kids' normal school. Normal kids' school, yeah. And I stuck there. I don't know what my mum wanted to put me there. Maybe. Uh, I have a couple of theories. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they 
chucked me out, basically. They threw me out. They, they wanted to, but mum said, no, I'm taking my son away from you. Because uh, I got like, hit by the teacher, the ruler and everything. So you went into a, a non-violent, highly Catholic school. Yeah. And you managed to get hit by a nun. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a scenario. Yeah. But the hitting didn't stop there. Because then we went to this Greek school. Yeah. Do you remember anything from that Greek school? Yeah, of course. I remember. Um, First of all, let's say it wasn't a proper school. Yeah, it was, it was just like, a like gym. some people who spoke Greek and they were just giving lessons on top of the church, yeah. on the Orthodox church. Oh, Greek ladies. Mm. Back to you, sorry yeah. for interrupting. So, yeah, I remember um, the specific teacher. Um, instead of like teaching us Greek, real Greek, like this, she would like teach us the religion and everything. Greece and Orthodox, what they did, and this and that, mm -hmm. and basically we never learned anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I didn't learn anything at least because I was getting get kicked out as soon as I like put my foot in the class, and the class was like boxed up, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and uh, she used. I used to like there was just one another kid with me, and I was like talking to him, and she used to like grab my hair from here <laughs> and pull it up. And I get kicked my ass by a teacher that was shorter than me too. And they're all behind my head, like, yeah, pulling it up and like taking me out and like heading me in behind Those were different times. Those <laughs> were different times. All violence. I yeah. understand. That's why maybe I did like Muay Thai for 20 years. Yeah, well, no, I think, I think that type of abuse is Fighting. unrelated. But no, what I remember from that school yeah. is that, yes, it was very violent. I don't know, for, for, for religious school, or religious classes, and what would happen when, I, when we were go, because we were older, therefore, by default, we were considered like more mischievous than, than the younger ones, by default. What would happen is, we would have the uh, teacher, the head, head teacher, come to us when we were talking in the classroom, and he would have a stick and he would start hitting us all. He would hit everybody. He would hit everybody just on the, the presumption that like even if you're not talking now you're probably going to talk in a few minutes so let me hit you now so you know for later we had become so good at this so good at this that we were at the point towards the end of the year where we would wear our jackets because we knew we were going to get hit so it wasn't worth course, it yeah. at the beginning of the class before even doing anything while waiting for the teacher he would come in and he would hit us all with a stick yeah this as pizza. like a bonus kind yeah. of thing so you know we would get smacked around with, a, with a, this long not very long stick and it would be like you know I'm hitting you now because I know that you're going to speak later bum, 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 bum. he would go around hitting all the kids he liked that yeah he, he, this particular guy he, he really loved that he got a kick out of that understandably our relationship with religion is not the best. <laughs> that said, uh, and I have a comparison that I can make afterwards, but at the school they also taught us the songs, the traditional songs that they would sing at the, um, at the, the national festivities and, yeah. and, and so forth. And we would do rehearsals at this, this place. I remember one time very, very clearly, we were the younger kids. So this guy with a stick, he would be walking around with a stick while we were singing just so that we were all in tune and we weren't messing about, which we weren't because we were scared shitless. But the older kids, they were like probably 14, 15, they were a little bit more, you know, courageous. I remember one time he was walking about and one of these these kids, they, they started smiling, not even laughing. And this headmaster went there, put the stick under his arm, looked at him and started like slapping the shit out of him in his face. And obviously, you know, the kid didn't respond. The kid started crying, and then he just he walked off as if nothing happened. You know, obviously, there's there's a there's an issue there that we have with with religion. So I think after that year, we stopped. Yeah, uh, mom stopped us. Yeah, and in the meantime, a little bit before that or during that, my mom thought, okay, well, Costa's going to a Catholic school. Angelo is not, so clearly maybe Angelo can become, has a reason to become the devil. So she used to take me to this church where I was supposed to get my first communion. There we had a nun who was incredibly sweet, incredibly nice, incredibly, you know, docile, completely different to the like mayhem and the like, yeah. the abuse we were receiving there. 
And I think you may have come to that as well a few times. Yeah, I don't remember. But you were like com completely different. So here we have like the Catholic uh, uh, after school, or Sunday school, or Saturday school, whatever. I think it was Saturday from one side, and she was like being extremely slurry, nice and kind, and, kind, and yeah. she would give us treats and, and orange juice and whatever. And then from the other side, you get the shit out of You us. get the shit out of with a, with a, with a stick. Yeah. It was just like it just didn't make sense. But anyway, I think that that and the relationship to being uh, <laughs> early introduced to, to getting uh, shouted at with, with all the saints watching or joining, <laughs> I think was pretty much the reason. I think at, at that age, I pretty much stopped believing in religion. And I think uh, around the age of 12, 13. Wait, 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 go back a little bit. Mum used to take us even to uh, uh, the Anglican church, remember? No, we we used to sing to in the car. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't uh, Anglican church. It, wasn't it was Anglican. It was like typical Anglican church. I, I remember I was going there. I don't remember you there. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know why mum was like fixated with us to go, you know, in. Um, fixated with us to go to this bloody church. Yeah? Uh -huh. Anyway. So. <laughs> and again, we went to, to Greece. Um, I think it was probably the first couple of years. I had these really vicious arguments with uh, with my dad and my mom remember. Uh, about religion that I didn't believe. Especially in the car. Yeah, and I was trying to give reasons for the, why I didn't believe. Uh, I had a point to the point where my dad couldn't really argue with me. Yeah. But my mom, uh, I remember, always used to say, like, no, you have to have faith, you have to have faith. Still does. Uh, yeah, she still, still does. does. Yeah. That's, I understand the reason why, why it was important to her. What about you? Oh, I remember you arguing with Dad all the time. I was like, what the fuck? Again and again and again. You were like putting out your point there, like, God, and Dad. I was persistent. Yeah, you were. You were persistent. You were telling you was like calmly and everything. But Dad, this and this and this and this. And Dad, I told you, you have to believe in God. Yeah, but that was always the case. <laughs> I remember. I had to run all the time. That's a little bit how our, our conversations would uh, would finish. Mm. You know? Yeah. It would be like a conversation to a conversation to the point where, you know, I had made a point where you couldn't. And then uh, there was a slap across the face. And yeah. that's, Without, you know, that's where the conversation from. finishes. <laughs> oh my God, I remember that. I remember like going to church all the time and everything, asking mum why, and she's like, yeah, just have faith. <laughs> I don't know how, you know what? How? How am I going to do How I'm getting the shit. You know what? I remember exactly the, the moment where I stopped believing in God. Hmm. It was in Eastern, in New Zealand, and it was the last year that we went to the school. And I remember one time, we were just on, on, the, on the night before Easter, Christos hmm. Anesti, yeah. and it was like packed, it's always packed in the, in the uh, outside of the church, everybody's there with standing with a candle. Everybody, every, there were a ton, ton, thousands of people there. And we were kids, so I you know, literally couldn't see anything. I had my candle, we were holding our little candle, and being squashed here and there, because I don't understand why we do this. I mean, again, I think it's like any religion, not just, I think it's, it's very stupid, this crowding, getting together right now, and also very dangerous, as it's proven to be during a year. But we were there. And I was like a little kid, and I had my candle. And while, you know, people were stumbling, passing, moving across, my candle broke. So, as my candle broke, then it broke into one part. And, you know, I was getting uh, sad, but it was still there. And then, like, it broke again to another. And then I got angry, and in a moment of rage, I broke my candle <laughs> into, like, ten pieces. And... My mother was like, shh, shh, don't worry, you can use mine, you can use mine. My mom always being like, the situation. My dad wasn't there, I don't know, I don't remember where he was. Anyway, in all that, and me being upset, one lady in front of me pushed back and she stepped me with her heel, high heel. Okay, so now you I'm need to understand, that. like, another thing that I don't understand about these, these events 
is that why when there's an event like this we should be uh, very simple, very, um, how can I say? Humble. Humble, very humble, very sim simplified everything, you know, you, 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 it's not a, a catwalk to show off your wealth. Yeah. Well, this is unfortunately what happens in, in these events where people come and they show off their best clothes, their best uh, gold, yeah. uh, silver, you know, it's, it's like, a, yeah, it's like the moment that people want to show off their best clothes and, and best outfit, whatever. Anyway, so I get stepped on the foot by this lady with her, with her high heels and I shout, fuck. <laughs> and this woman turns around and says, like, hey, don't be rude, don't swear in church. I'm like, you bitch, you stepped on me. And at that point, I got pulled away because <laughs> a lot of people turned around and they looked at me. It was just like, you know, I'm like, oh, you bitch, you stepped on me. And then I got pulled away um, because obviously other people were turning around. My mother was very, very embarrassed. But I think that was a defining moment where I said, you know what, fuck this. In my own way, when I was, I didn't actually say that, but I think that was a... The, the pivotal moment where I, I changed, I switched. I used to do even like in the car passing the churches, you know, the the Stavro, the, the sign of uh, Christ. The, the cross. The cross, yeah. It's called the cross. Oh, fuck that. Sake. I used to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, why the fuck am I still doing it? I always, I always cheated. It. I always <laughs> cheated. They would look at me, they're like, and I would go like, <laughs> Recent, well, not recently, but we were in Greece in like 2006. We were in church, and again, I don't really do well in churches, but I went there out of respect of a friend because obviously she's a good friend, and obviously because my mother was there. Uh, <laughs> so I was, I was uh, the drive, and uh, we were there. And at some point, you know, they take the baby and they're, they're reading to it. They take it to the the the, the door of the church. And then they're shouting stuff, whether it's negative to go out or negative to go in. I don't, I don't remember right now. But at some point, I was like with my hands on my sides. And everybody in church has to have their hands in front of yeah. each other. So the priest, while he was reading to my mum and this little kid, he was baptizing. While they were doing that and all that, he looked at me. And I, was, I had a suit on. I was probably the only one with a full suit, proper Italian suit. And he looked at me and he goes like, so I'm looking at him like to, to cross my hands. And I looked at him and I'm like, what? <laughs> and he goes like, do you need, you need help or something? Um, I didn't understand. Then I got it like, he wanted me to do that as well. Ridiculous. I remember you and our uncle's uh, wedding in Australia. Fuck it out, eh? Yeah, another thing I had with, with, uh, Jesus. with, with churches and religion. My uncle gets married in Australia. And I'm one of the big candle, candle boys. Candle boys. Yeah, you no, no, no. it wasn't only for boys because yeah, I was on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> he said his words now, <laughs> but it's true. Basically, I was in, in like I was speaking about penises and religion. Like this is the, if we don't go to hell, I don't know what's going to take us to. Is there? Is there? Um, and, and basically, I was one of the altar boys, candle boys, whatever you want to, know, you want to call it. And I was holding a candle. And it was very nice, very, yeah. And, but obviously, I'm like, what, eight, nine, something like that. No, more um, 10, you uh, 10, 11. Uh, so clearly, my focus is not on the actual marriage, not on the, these priests that are continuously giving this sermon. I get interested, very interested in the candlelight in front of me that I'm holding. And I keep looking and it goes up and down, up and down, moving around. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. At some point, I'm saying that I start feeling a little bit dizzy. While I'm feeling a little bit dizzy, then I faint. <laughs> and I'm falling backwards with the candle, as you do. Stunk. Still when I hit my head. I get up, they pull me up. At that time and at that age, they still could lift me. And <laughs> they take me outside the church where if that wasn't already enough and the embarrassment wasn't already enough, I vomit on the stairs of the church. So literally, the Antichrist. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, <it>. like, 
<laughs> so I vomit after that because obviously I was dizzy from watching that on the candle flick. I had I had my experience to show my uh, atheist views in Australia as well at a wedding. <laughs> Result. Yay! <laughs> but then I danced all night. Egypt. Uh, we used to go to uh, the mosque. Yeah. Well, some of them, you know, the, the one of the big ones um, to see, like the Citadel and all of that. And um, we used to take off our shoes and go around. You, you took know. off your shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took off our shoes, go around the side and everything, and check it out. It was massive, empty, one section covered with a blank, black blanket and everything. And that was a section of the women. Okay. The women had to go there. And okay. It was a small place. Mm -hmm. Usually they don't go in, in the mosques. They, they pray at home. Okay. Only men go to the mosques. Okay. Uh, but that one there, then the big citadel, they had a massive. Medina, what is it called? Citadel. Citadel? Yeah. Like the payment option. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not saying, but. <laughs> no, it was um, quite. Uh, it was, I think, one of the biggest ones I've seen. Like yeah. Really big, yeah. That was massive. That was an experience. Um, okay, you yeah, weren't that, that, basically that time, but but that's more more tourist approach. Yeah, yeah that you get. What do you think about religion in general? I'm not talking about just Catholic and, and uh, Christian, Catholic, Christian, Christian or Muslim or, or, yeah. or Buddhist or whatever. What do you think? Well, about? I think uh, is a good way, like like in Greece, for example, in the Italian school we used to go, we had like. Uh, our first teacher was like fucked up a little bit, you know, the priest was smoking and drinking and all that. And then we had this uh, other priest, as, uh, you know, the religion um, classes that we used to do. We had like one hour um, a week, something mm -hmm. like that. And his name was Mavafidis. He was, okay. he was, yeah, he was like... Black snake, if anyone Black wants to translate that. Yeah. yeah. What a name like, for a priest. And basically, at the beginning, there was like, you know, always a problem conflict. with him, a conflict with him. And I was, wasn't listening too much, I was talking, and like, he used to send me out, I used to play basketball, you know, I was... Nobody the, cares. The, the, the normal thing to do. Nobody cares. For me. <laughs> uh, and then he like, came out and had a chat with me. He said to me like, come inside, like, um, I'm not going to tell you to like, believe in God or whatever. Oh, take your clothes off. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> but um, just listen what I say. I'm just talking about what we did back in the days. <laughs> and <laughs> and, um, and if you want so to So he wanted to sell you religion through the history of religion? Yeah. Okay. And uh, well, I told him I, like, I was interesting because it's like history and everything. Okay. But still, uh, I never... Um, I never believed in uh, in the church. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know he that. He was a great guy. He was like really good. He was like really good teacher too. No, uh, he was. I, I've seen him on the bad side, and he was a fucking psycho. He was a psycho. Yeah, I know. I've I've seen him like shout at me all the time at the beginning. He was like yeah. a bulldog, like yeah. really angry. His eyes used to come out like fuck. Like, <laughs> great guy. Great guy. <laughs> Like he was like, he was the only one who like tried to uh, like to convert me and and going to church and everything. But okay, it didn't work. Didn't work, no. Didn't. But what do you think about religions in general? I think they're no. like because it looks like he didn't understand the question. <laughs> no, just let me let me rephrase that and let me just you know, put it in a different prospect. Right, there are about three thousand religions. 3,000? The yeah. main ones are like... Yeah, 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 it doesn't matter. They don't have a scoreboard. No. Who's best? Mm -hmm. There are 3,000, about 3,000 different religions. Yeah. And we're not even going about the, the, the Scientology and all that crap. Yeah. Even though Scientology is quite big, mm -hmm. big for business at least. Don't you find it ironic that if you believe in God, yeah. And you believe that that's the only God, and that God did everything, built everything, did everything yeah. for you, isn't it ironic that 
you're basically excluding the other 2,099 yeah. religions, well, 999 religions. Well, yeah. And don't you think that it's the same for everybody? Like the Buddhists, they, they exclude the other religions. The Orthodox, they believe they're the only religions. Only that, if you were to take that as a statistic yeah. and say like, okay, this clearly proves that religion is like a t-shirt. Yeah. I believe only in black t-shirts, or I believe in yellow t-shirts today. <laughs> no, but isn't that proof alone that that is clearly subjective and that there's no real fundamental truth to, to that? Well, I believe that's... Uh, Was it a complicated question? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you told me about just make it simple. Like, <laughs> no, it's just like there's, there's tons of scientific proof that yeah. religion doesn't exist. There's, yeah. there's, there's, you know, I believe in science. I believe in development. Me too. I can understand the reasons why religion was created. Higher powers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Higher powers <laughs> and what they were doing. I mean, uh, for me, it's like, it was based on, okay, you don't know what's happening. You don't know what's going to happen after you die. You don't know what's happening. And you have to explain it somehow. Yeah because you have to fight fear yeah and they way. used to like uh, faith explaining everything yeah you must have faith and yeah and basically yeah. what you didn't know or you just had to believe in it because there's nothing that can prove the count that the, the opposite and it makes you feel a little bit better yeah so for me i can understand why it was and this is the reason why i respect people that do believe I don't respect the religion, I don't respect religion per se, but I do respect people that say like, okay, I believe in God. I'm like, okay, you, you, that's, you're free to do that. I know like, for example, mom was, is, is very religious, mm. um, but I can understand also why, because mom was an orphan at a very early age. So, you know, she needed somebody or something to give her power to move on and to rule, and she found that through religion, so. And that time was like, uh, full on religion, and yeah, but at the end of the day, you could, you could, you know, find different ways of, of gaining strength, but that's how she found it. Under that prospect, I can't say, Mom, look, no, you're an idiot or whatever, you're stupid, yeah. you shouldn't believe, because if that's what helped you, then, like, God's being, yeah, whatever. Um, so, I don't have anything against that, but um, if you ask me, like, for me, religion is, is, is ridiculous. It's I can't tragic. understand. For me, it's... It's toxic, it's yeah. very good. You, you, there, there are other people that say that, that say, there are a lot of people that say that religion is, is toxic. Yeah. Because while it's not, it, it tries for me to sell you good morals, mm -hmm. at the same time, it, it also teaches you other things that are, are wrong, are very, very wrong, and that are unreal. So, you know, you're basically, it's like Ricky Gervais said this one, it's like, Believing in God is believing in an unpaid babysitter. <laughs> Basically, if you're brought to think that, you know, there's somebody up there always watching you, what you do, what you do is good or bad or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, you're not doing it until you're trying to conduct your life correctly in the fear that somebody is watching you and like, he's just you're going like, to hell. I'm like, ah, ah, are you fucked okay, up? Malachia, uh, uh, big Malachia. Now you're going to hell. Down. Or, you ask for forgiveness, it's okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, you did something else bad. Ah, uh, you ask for forgiveness, it's okay. Ah, uh, you, you confessed, okay, it's okay. okay. Yeah. Confessing, yeah. Confessing. Confessing is another Fuck thing. Okay, no. Why do you think, why do you think people confess? Well, they why, think... Why do you think there is confession, maybe, better? Well, they put it up like, very intelligently, these priests. Uh, so they can know everything about everyone from all sides, from every single side. So you go to confess, he gets the point. Like he understands from you this and this and this. Another person, the other, uh, you know, each point of view and everything, he makes up and everything and it shoves it back to the Vatican or to uh, the other main. Well, uh, yes, yes. And not necessarily back to the Vatican, but hmm. confession for me. Is, confession for me nowadays is an alternative way of doing uh, organic uh, marketing. Mm. 
Yeah. Because what you do is basically you um, you're, you're letting people tell you their secrets, and you're letting the secrets of everybody. So everybody, yeah. So you can get a global picture of what's going on and what's mm. happening, and then you can target your sermon. You can target mm. your Sunday sermon. Even if you don't go now, yeah, your grandma's going to go. Yeah. So all the shit that you have done, whatever, to the priest like, to it. help you, you know. And the priest, like, it's going to know everything about you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So it goes on it's, it's, it's a very intelligent marketing strategy, I think, mm. that gives them, like, real-life feedback on, on uh, what to do next or what to expect or what to... Yeah, how to, like, as the religion has evolved yeah. from back in the days to now, mm -hmm. they're always going up. They're always, like, uh, on the same level of... Uh, you know, the people are trying to get out of it, but they can't. <laughs> Everybody's like... No, yeah, it's... it's um, they, they always keep on finding uh, ways to bring you back into the religion and uh, well, make you... Well, I mean, there's been, there's been a lot of talk about the different religions. And again, I don't believe in any, any religion. I, I would like to be able to say that I take the good things out of each religion, but these things are not derived from religion. So for me, at the end of the day, if you want, want to conduct yourself as a good person, you don't need religion. Yeah. If you want to be kind, if you want to be nice to people, it's not religion that will make you kind and nice. Yeah, exactly. Very often, the opposite is, is, is proven. We're not only going back to the crusades, to the witch hunts, to the Inquisition in Spain. I mean, there's so many bad things, so many bad things that have come from religion yeah. that I think if you sum it up, it won't be as bad, although it's really, really bad, to like the dictators that we've had. And uh, I think it's very, very similar, it's very much on the same page. Even now, with uh, the recent events of, or recent, no, they've always been happening, but now it's being uncovered with um, the priest with, with being uh, one of those kids. Oh, yeah. Abused. Violated. Yeah, abused. violated and abused. It's fucking ridiculous. You can think like a priest, a man of God, is doing something like that where you are, you believe that that's the highest moral power that represents any any uh, it's just mind-blowing yeah how that and and no consequences yeah and they say i'm i'm just then, a human they say oh, they're they're, they're covering it up yeah. they're, they're like no it's ridiculous mm. and yet people still go in thousand millions to 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 gatherings and to uh, mass, it, it's ridiculous. Mm. And they got these, this is like a minor thing in comparison to the kids and everything. But you, there's always like people giving money, giving diamond rings, giving yeah, jewelry, giving donations, giving donations. Uh, and I think, I think that's because of guilt, because there's a lot of fucked up people idiots. there, and they think that. And this is the problem with with Christian religion for me, is the fact that when you ask for forgiveness, it's okay. It's oh, see we're we're talking about religion, but right now we're actually focusing more on the church and and the people of that religion. But it's it's fucked up because it, it gives again the sense of, of um, guilt mm -hmm. that you feel like you always have to do. You always have to do. when you know in reality it's not like that. With science being so advanced and with so much elements showing you know the origin of the world of the universe yeah um with so much proof at hand that people still think ah okay i see that you've done this study i've seen that many people have done this study thousands of computers have calculated these crunched these numbers and they're able to predict them and, and foresee what has happened what is going to happen to the universe and how things are created and how things are done and how procreation is made because man is not made from uh, from uh, uh, clay and, and the woman is not made from his rib. Uh, I, I, you know, I see that. But I still believe in God. I still believe, want to go to church. I still want to do this. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's I ridiculous. Really, you are talking about yourself. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Just now he just believes. No, it's like it's it's. You know, you get all this proof, and people still say. Yeah, I'm still going to go with religion. Yeah, that's faith, right? And that's the thing, like, and faith is is a motherfucker because because you can I'm have faith. So afraid of 
what's going like you know happen to you after you die that's what happens to insecurity when people are insecurity when people are ignorant that's the uh, you know in, in some places and this is again I can forgive certain situations because when there's a lot of ignorance and somebody gets to these groups of ignorance first and sells them and, and you know uh, gives them water gives them food gives them uh, help which are supposedly the good things uh, people get like um, bribed realistically because yeah. you know if I want to help you like very recent now what happened in Lebanon in Beirut it's, it's a terrible thing yeah terrible terrible thing hundreds have died and you see like a lot of people like you know the company where I work they're gathering stuff to send them over yeah must too yeah it's not based on religion mm. it's based on like I want to give you something you know because you help if we can help we can help yeah it's not based like okay what religion does what churches do is they provide you that safe space and then you know they kind of like sell you well you know you know why you got this you know why you got food you know why you got shelter because the big guy on the cross mm. you know yeah. and maybe the first days are like yeah whatever i'm like oh you still you start wondering why are these people so kind and i say well we're kind because of the big guy the big guy the big guy and you know brainwashes yeah brainwashes so you think like brainwashing so for me is uh, and from the schools what do you think in africa most of the schools like mm. uh, it's all like churches yeah. and it's funded by exactly churches exactly, exactly. Why? from the kids you know from big you you this is the thing that infuriates me the, the one of the most things that infuriates me the most is that you get people um not people sorry um how do you call them these priests um, monks, no monks, no, um, missionary, uh, missionary, well, missionaries. I don't know why I missed that, but uh, you know, these missionaries that they go in and uh, they like they go into the tribes, remote tribes, remote places, they're only going there because these are the people that can be easily manipulated, manipulated, and, and brainwashed mm. when they don't have anything. And they have this man who teaches yeah. them stuff, teaches them how to read, teaches them these fake riches basically yeah and yeah okay they're at risk because they could get killed but they want to on, on to find these tribes or remote places but they go there and then they're, they're, their goal is to basically convince and have more and more more, more followers converted, more followers yeah. it's kind of like the social media <laughs> the social media missionaries were basically the twitter of uh, or the facebook of uh uh, that time yeah. of uh, the, the church, yeah, exactly. they're trying to like the marketing uh, scouts that went in and, and to find more followers, yeah. and uh, it's it's ridiculous. Get uh, once again, it's ridiculous. Uh, a lot of people are going to be upset about this this episode. You got to get fucked in the ass about this. <laughs> what you're talking about? What? <laughs> <laughs> Pastor was talking about what's going to happen to him when he gets home. No. <laughs> but, um, no, a lot of people are going to be upset about this, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're just expressing an opinion. There is science. There's, it's just the same people that, that uh, don't believe in global warming. You can't, you can't deny the science. Unfortunately, that's how it is. The world wasn't created. Uh, our world wasn't created four and a half thousand years ago. Uh, it wasn't created four and a half million years ago. There wasn't no uh, Adam and Eve. There wasn't no, no... I mean, there's so many arguments against it that this just doesn't make sense. Why are there kids that wake up in... Uh, they get born in Africa with AIDS? If you believe in God, and you believe that He creates everything, and He does everything, light, air, uh, water, animals, Noah, Noah's Ark, everything, everything, everything. We exist here only because of him. Can you explain to me why are kids, children, that are have no fault whatsoever, have no um, predisposition whatsoever to be at fault, get born with AIDS? Mm -hmm. Why do children die? Children are supposedly innocent, right? Yeah. 
And even if they're not innocent because they're not baptized yet, because some of you are going to say that, yeah. say after they get baptized, it doesn't mean that AIDS goes away. Mm. So yeah. why? Why? Nobody can reply to that. Because if you're going to reply, well, you know, oh, it's God has yeah, his it's... ways, I'm going to say, fuck you. Because yeah. mm. that's not my explanation. Because mm. if I was a father or a mother, and you gave me that explanation, I would say, fuck you. Mm. You're full of shit. So, with that in mind, I hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Again, this is this is our opinion. Yeah. We're not saying it to piss anybody off. But, um, actually, some people are going to get pissed off. But I, I, was, I was hearing a podcast the other day. Yeah. And um, it was weird. It was very, very weird because I thought, okay, I went on online, I went to Facebook, and I'm and I'm part of these communities on Facebook, and you're gonna laugh with this. I went and there was this sort of exchange, like you know, listen to my podcast and I listen to yours, and we can review each other. Yeah. And I just by coincidence, but randomly picked one, and it was the name of a guy and a girl. Mm -hmm. I think they were married. So okay, so like this is a family one. Let's see that. And this was a video. It was an actual. It was a podcast, but it was, yeah. a, it was a video podcast. They start off very good sound, very good image. I'm like, okay, these guys are professionals. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was she, it about? Religion. Religion. Mm. But a different kind of religion. I mean, different kind of, of approach. Mm -hmm. And the approach was basically we we uh, we waited to do this podcast because God tell, told us to wait until now because we have some very, very specific things to tell you. And God had told us very specifically to wait and do this podcast and let everybody know certain things that he spoke to us about. And ah. so I was like, so God told you, hey, Costa, don't do this podcast now. Wait a couple of months because I'm about to tell you some things and then you can you can go and podcast, podcast ah. it and see it. And these people are dead serious. These people are probably in their 30s and their 40s. And the guy was like, big guy, like us, yeah. with a beard. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's nodding everything that she says. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, uh, God told me that, uh, um, I don't remember the exact words, but it was so surreal, I probably like blanked it out. And he was like, yeah, God told me that uh, uh, we needed to wait through this uh, virus and do this and do that and uh, we need to... I'm like, it's got like a, like a... Yeah, it uh, probably was, um, you know, WhatsApping or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, was he texting you? Was, was he a director? Like, no, because it's going to be more effective. Like, God is talking to you and telling you when to podcast? Are you fucking serious? Are you out of your fucking mind? I think they're retired. Or... And these people are normal. These people live amongst us. These people breathe. Did you ever uh, like check if they had followers or? They had followers. Mm -hmm. They had followers. Yeah. They had followers. It was fucking ridiculous because these people were so serious, and they were grown ass people. Yeah. It's ridiculous, and I couldn't believe it. I thought it must be like a comedy thing. It must be. You can't go on a podcast and say like, "Hey, God told me to tell you on episode fifty-five." <laughs> How can you explain it? Uh, this is this is I don't, I'm, I don't know I don't know. Anyway, that's where we are in 2020. Clearly, the COVID-19 has affected some people in the brain. Thank you. Before that, <laughs> probably before that. Fucked up in the brain. I I tend to believe more the people that are going to say like. That are waiting for the apocalypse, the doomsday, yeah. the doom prepping, and from these guys, yeah. I prefer to believe those that you know someday a bomb or a comet is going to fall. We're going to, rather than these people saying like God spoke to me and uh, he told me to say what this. What do you think? What do you think about uh, the situation with the Vatican at that time? Well, uh, the secretary of uh, one of the Vesco, uh, uh, Archbishops. Uh, Archbishops, yeah. Uh, was got there. You're gonna get killed after this. <laughs> uh, it was like stealing from uh, the archbishop's desk all the information and everything, and like. I heard something about yeah, that. What was that about? 
It was about, I don't know exactly. She, she opened an argument. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought you knew about this one. I heard something about it, but I don't mm. know the details. So it was like pissing off everybody. Got fired, and he had some. He had some of these documents that were like top secret and everything. Yeah, and well, this is another thing. Like, what is the top secret thing that the Vatican can have? Well, Vatican has underneath. The Vatican has. Yeah, okay, I, I've heard that. They have, they have old books and, and biggest, transcripts, yeah, library. library um, that can be interesting. World. That can be very, very interesting to read. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Especially with somebody who reads, that would be very, very interesting. Mm. But what is the big secret that they could have? Because as far as I'm concerned, if you're the church, the only big secret you should have is that God exists. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have the proof, here it is. Here's God, selfie, hmm. with Judas and the guys, and we're like, hey, that's <laughs> the only proof. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only yeah. proof, the big secret yeah. that the church should have. Because yeah. if they have uh, stuff on Leonardo da Vinci's like airplane, I don't care. Yeah. That's, you know, I can, I can find oh, that in another library yeah. or whatever. But unless I have that secret, so, well, probably on the table of that guy uh, probably had like uh, money laundering, like the Vatican Bank. Yes, yeah. That's because it's tax free. Yeah. So, exactly. You know, it's very, very, very possible. Anyway, with that, I don't know if we're going to extend another episode on, on religion. Maybe oh, if we bring see, in. Yeah. No! <laughs> I'm going to laugh. Anyway, hope you enjoyed our comments. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, take it with a pinch of salt because we're just telling our beliefs and our, our opinions. But if you did get offended, tough. Ciao. 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 Ciao.